0: It's 11 o'clock. I'm Julian Quell. The top stories. Police issue a national security law warning as mourners pay tribute to Charles Yilok. The deaths of our mother and her two children are being treated as a murder-suicide and world leaders queue up to hail President-elect Biden, but from Beijing there's silence. Police have warned people gathered to mourn the anniversary of a student's death in chengkwong that they could be breaching the national security law after some chanted anti-government slogans. There are also warnings against breaching anti-pandemic measures that ban gatherings of more than four as people laid flowers and floral tributes outside the car park where 22-year-old Chai Zilok suffered fatal injuries in a fall during a police clearance operation. Isaac Lee, a district council who's observing the police operation, accused officers of intimidating peaceful citizens.
1: We all have the freedom of speech to speak our political thoughts, but police show that they don't allow this. And also, the slogan does not necessarily mean Hong Kong independence. The police is just using some excuse to show their force, to threaten the people, and to stop people from expressing their political thoughts. Even though the activity here is conducted in a peaceful manner.
0: Earlier people in Aberdeen, he did online calls to pay tribute to Mr Charles, setting up a makeshift memorial. An inquest into his death is due to be scheduled to take place later this month. Police are treating the deaths of a mother and her two children in a flat in Chengsha as a murder-suicide. They say they received a report of a suspected gas leak at around 8 o'clock this morning at the flat in Lotus House on the Sook Estate. Firefighters broke in and found the three unconscious. Police say the 30-year-old mother, 10-year-old son and 6-year-old daughter were pronounced dead in hospital at around 10 a.m. Cheng jung is Assistant District Commander for Shamshipo. The flat itself, the police found that there was a substantial amount of cloth and also paper being placed near the window and also near the door seals to
1: prevent any air from coming in and also the uh, gas pipe inside
0: the apartment was deliberately cut open. At the time of fire service entry, the flat itself was locked from the inside, and there was no sign of any ransacking,
1: nor was there any stolen property reported from inside the apartment.
0: Typo residents have been queuing up outside the Jockey Club Clinic to get their hands on coronavirus testing kits. It comes off to several cases in the area, a number of which had no clear source. Wong reports. People were seen waiting outside the clinic before it opened its doors at 9 o'clock this morning and the 90 available test kits were distributed within half an hour. Among those in the queue were residents of Fuk Estate where the 26-year-old bar waiter who was confirmed with the virus lives. But some people arriving at the clinic left empty-handed and complained that the authorities shouldn't have set a quota on the number of test kits. Meanwhile, at Fuk Estate, Cleaners wearing protective gear have been carrying out disinfection work. The government says a mobile testing van will be in Taipo until Tuesday. Health officials have reported 10 cases of coronavirus, including three local cases with unknown sources, the remaining seven involved people arriving from overseas. World leaders have been sending congratulations to Joe Biden on his victory in the U.S. presidential election. Canada, France, Germany, Japan and Afghanistan were among the countries to welcome the new president-elect. The Democratic Senator Chris Kuhn says Mr Biden will work far better with the foreign leaders. He will not need to learn on the job. He has very well grounded views and you will see him restore, reengage and um, reimagine our place in the world, uh, our close alliances. He is someone who has long and deeply valued our partnership with the United Kingdom, with the EU, with NATO and with other nations that share our core values. Has been silent so far from China and Russia and a lukewarm response from Washington's NATO ally Turkey. During four turbulent years, President Trump was frequently accused of upending relationships with traditional allies. As the BBC's Robin Brandt reports, the new administration's trade relations with Beijing will be key. The most important thing, and look, this is the relationship that will define the future of the world, frankly, the U.S. uh, and China, this rising power, the world's number two uh, economy. Uh, Going forward, there is not going to be a sudden, substantial about turn from a Biden administration uh, when it comes to the trade war, which is the big issue of confrontation between these two countries at the moment. U.S. diplomats in the run up to this week uh, have said uh, as much speaking in private to uh, people like me. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past eleven. Donald Trump, who has still not conceded, has sent out a barrage of new tweets suggesting there had been voter fraud. In more measured language than in previous days, he has said the allegations needed to be looked at. His campaign team and Republican lawyers have begun legal action to challenge the results in several key battleground states. As the BBC's Will Grant explains, Mr Trump does not have to concede it is just tradition I mean uh, it, things can move on without him but of course that doesn't help in terms of transition teams now the president's team put out this slightly uh, open-ended uh, line that the president would accept the results of a free and fair election the implication being of course that they don't consider this to be a free and fair election so far or that they want those claims uh, of fraud investigated
1: um, but in terms of sort of uh, having to make the phone call to Joe Biden and say congratulations there's no legal reason that he needs to do so, things can move on without him.
0: A Hong Kong academic says there's reason to hope that economic relations between the SAR and the United States may improve under Mr Biden. Francis Loy, a professor of economics at the University of Science and Technology, said the Sino-US trade war should ease with Mr Trump's departure, but stressed that this doesn't mean the US will lift its sanctions against Hong Kong. I don't think that uh, the policy towards Hong Kong will undergo drastic changes. There may be some small changes. Perhaps the Hong Kong government uh, may try to uh, lobby the U.S. government to lift those sanctions, but the Hong Kong government by itself is not, is not really powerful enough, so uh, it may have to depend on China. But uh, since those sanctions were voted, well, in a bipartisan way uh, in the Congress and also in the Senate, so uh, the possibility for quick changes would be very unlikely. The Financial Secretary, Paul Chan, says the government is preparing for a special challenge next year as it prepares to conduct the 10-year census amid the coronavirus pandemic. It'll take place between June and August. Here's Sean Kennedy. Paul Chan revealed on his blog that the Census and Statistics Department would make more use of technology to gather data, such as creating encrypted surveys and developing a computer system so census takers can immediately enter the data they collect. He said the arrangements would boost efficiency and lower the risk of virus transmission. But he also pointed out that the government was still hiring enumerators to physically visit households to conduct face-to-face interviews in order to cater to the needs of different people. He said the Census and Statistics Department would provide training and personal protective equipment for interviewers to ensure safety the annual remembrance day ceremony to commemorate the war-dead has gone ahead near the cenotaph in central with slight modifications due to covid-19 restrictions two minutes of silence was held but no one was allowed near the cenotaph a small team of ex-servicemen laid wreaths nearby on behalf of all donors and rev john chinchin represented all faiths the wreaths will remain in place as usual for three days Two bagpipers and a bugler stood in for the regular police force pipe band. Nigel Collett is the vice-chairman of the Hong Kong branch of the Royal British Legion. Every year we commemorate those who fell in the defence of Hong Kong, Uh, all of those of every nationality, Chinese mostly, but also British, Indian, Gurkha, and every race in the world. And this year is particularly important because it was the last year uh, when there was somebody still alive from the Second World War. Alas, now we have no more who have survived from that time. But we will remember them because we are here where we are because of what they did. Two Sport Now and Manchester City can move within two points of the Premier League leaders, Southampton, with a win against reigning champions Liverpool at the Etihad overnight. City boss Pep Guardiola says that matches between the two are the best the Premier League has to offer. Maybe in a few years, City will have another rival or Liverpool a rival. So this will not be eternal a, a in terms of all the teams be, be there. But in the last three years, the, the toughest opponents we have in the Premier League, of course, was, was Liverpool. Nobody has a better record against Guardiola than Jürgen Klopp, who says that despite his team's recent success in the fixture, playing against City is as tough as it gets. All the games were incredibly difficult, incredibly difficult. And um, they are very intense. And that's the only thing I'm concerned about, really, not what, how we played the last game in the summer or the game before that. It's just an, an interesting game always. And to end the news, the top stories once again. Please issue a national security law warning as mourners pay tribute to Chelsea Locke. The deaths of a mother and her two children are being treated as a murder-suicide and world leaders queue up to hail President-elect Biden. But from Beijing, there's silence. The news from RTHK. And our newsroom thanks to Julian Quayle. Ten minutes after 11, hour two of Sunday Late.
1: I you know i back. Mr. DJ. I'm going to be a day later. Scream, so just like always watching. Hey, Mr. DJ, get that track. And won't you turn it around? I'm the girls all night and I don't care who's up there watching. I just give me that fire and I'm going to show you how to burn it up. What you want to burn it up? Burn it up, burn you want to burn it up? Just how to burn it up. Don't take it down. How I burn it up
0: Janet Jackson and Missy Elliott. Burn it up up on Radio 3, 14 after 11. Heading back to our featured album, this is Tony Braxton.